Welcome to the Copy Dates Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Taylor, copywriter, bookworm, and founder of the Copy Template Shop. I believe that anyone can write strong copy, and I'm here to teach you how to write words that sell your online offers while prioritizing real connections, serving your audience, and simply being who you are. I know you have a message that deserves to be heard and unique skills that need to be shared. And in each episode, I'll give you an actionable tip so that you can write better copy, reach more people, and sell your offers in an easy and authentic way. So grab a hot drink and get ready to cozy up with your weekly dose of magnetic messaging and captivating copy. If you have ever struggled with writer's block when trying to write copy for your business, or you've sat down to write a sales page and wondered how the heck you're going to write copy that allows your offer to really stand out, or you've struggled to really easily convey what it is that you actually do, who you help, and why the heck it matters, then today's episode was made for you, quite literally. I am so excited about today's episode because it is about the one thing that I think I could literally talk about for hours and hours and hours on end and never get bored, and that's messaging. Getting clear on your messaging is, in my opinion anyway, the single most transformational, powerful, game-changing thing that you can do as a business owner, no matter what stage of business you're in, because it literally impacts every single aspect of your business from the type of offers you create to the niche you focus on, to the way you attract clients and so much more. But it's also one of those things that I feel like we never really talk about like what it really means. You know, we talk about messaging a lot. I can't tell you how many programs and everything I've seen out there that will say, oh, we'll teach you messaging. But when have you ever kind of stopped to think about like what messaging actually is and and what actually goes into messaging? It's one of those things that's so tricky to define, right? And there's this assumption out there, I feel that messaging is just like your I help statement or your elevator pitch. And that's absolutely not true, right? Messaging also encompasses things like your ideal client avatar, your ICA, your slogan, if you have one, and your elevator pitch, and just so much more, your voice, the stories you tell. Sure, your messaging is going to like influence all of these things, but that's a really simplistic way of looking at messaging, in my opinion, when you just look at these individual things. So what the heck is messaging, Megan, <laughs> right? You asked me, brand messaging at its core is just strategically choosing words and ideas that allow you to share your unique value with your audience, right? And yeah, sure, that is kind of abstract, but messaging is basically what positions you and allows you to stand out from the dozens or maybe even hundreds of other businesses and brands that do what you do, right? In business, we typically call this positioning, positioning yourself in the market. But at its core, it's really just being able to 
confidently and easily state what it is you do, who you serve, and why you do it. And then making sure you're able to kind of weave that through every single touch point in your business. And messaging is a really strategic thing. It's not something that you just do on the fly, right? And it's not like a one and done kind of thing. You can't sit down and be like, okay, I've pinpointed my messaging and now I'm done. Now I'm going to like move on to other things. It's really not enough to just write an I help statement, pick out a couple of brand values, and then just like never look at messaging again. But I see this happen so often. I see business owners who do like a little bit of brand messaging work right at the beginning stages of their business when they're figuring out the rest of their branding, like their visual brand, their logos, their colors, but then they like never touch it again. But whenever I'm working with my clients one-on-one, especially when we're about to sit down and do like a VIP copy project, we always start with messaging. Because it doesn't matter whether you've been in business for five months or five years, there's always some sort of new messaging piece that you can uncover that's going to take your copy and your content and your business strategy as a whole to the next level. Because as you grow your business, as you launch new offers, as you scale your products or services, and you're like just busy pivoting your way through the motions, your brand messaging really needs to change in order to keep up. Because your messaging has a direct impact. You could draw a line between the two. It has a direct impact on the caliber of clients that you attract, including like what stage of business they might be in. It has a direct impact on your sales because really strong messaging makes it super obvious to the reader why they should invest in your offer and not somebody else's. And it also helps you position yourself in the market and give a really crystal clear impression of things like what you stand for, what transformation you provide, and who specifically you help. And your messaging needs to change and evolve. Because your messaging needs to be directly tied back to all of your business goals, right? If you still have the same messaging that you did when you started your business and when you were like still trying to figure things out and who you serve and what your different offers were, it's not going to allow you to easily step into those next level goals that you have for yourself. And it's not going to help you attract the kind of audience and the kind of clientele that'll get you to those goals. It is so important to create messaging that aligns with what you're trying to achieve in your business right now and tie it to who you're trying to serve in your business right now, not six months ago, not two years ago. And if you don't take time to do this right, it is going to be infinitely harder for you to attract dream buyers and establish the kind of life and business you want and reach those big dreams that are keeping you motivated. So what do I mean by all of this, right? What are the kind of things that you want to actually be getting clear on when you're either revisiting your messaging or maybe you're even coming up with your messaging for the very first time, right? Maybe you're a newer business owner and you kind of skipped this step at the beginning of your business. And so the things that you're actually gonna do and the areas 
that you want to focus your efforts on are actually really going to depend on who you are, where you are in business, and again, what those goals are right now, right? Because we always, always, always want to be tying our messaging work to our current goals and what we're trying to achieve right now. So for example, if you're having an issue attracting clients who are able to afford your rates, or you're constantly attracting these clients who are like defaulting on their payment plans for whatever reason, and they're just like, they're not in a place where they're able to make the worthwhile investment to get the right transformation out of your offers. So you'd probably be trying to attract a higher caliber client with a bigger budget who has potentially, but not always been in business for a little bit longer if you're in the B2B space. And so when revisiting your messaging, you're going to want to focus on things like word choice and the stories that you're telling in your copy and your content, the different pain points that you're targeting, right? Because what a new business owner struggles with is very different than what a more established business owner struggles with. And similarly, the desired outcomes are different. If you are maybe trying to take a stance and on something and you really want to build a community of people who align with your view on the world, right? Let's say that you're tired of working with people who don't respect your boundaries or who don't have a similar vision and viewpoint on the world as you, then you're going to want to revisit your messaging and really hone in on things like your vision and your brand values. On the flip side of that, if you have like no idea who you're actually trying to work with and who you're trying to attract in your business, and you're really trying to carve out that niche for yourself and become a go-to expert in a certain area, but you don't really know yet who you want to work with to make that happen, then you really need to do a deep dive into who your dream client is. And these are all components of messaging, right? And it doesn't matter what your goals are. There are a few key areas. There's actually six of them that I recommend diving into. If you really want to up-level your messaging and make it truly magnetic in a way that's going to serve you and your bigger business goals. Hey friend, you found it. You found the secret little Easter egg that I've hidden inside the first few episodes of the Coffee Dates podcast. As a thank you for being a listener, I want to offer you a special chance to get 50% off my bestseller, The Messaging Clarity Journal. This journal is like a little bit of self-care for your business, helping you do a deep dive into what makes your brand original, impactful, and magnetic. It's a must-have if you're getting ready to update your website copy, launch a new signature offer, niche down, or pivot in your business. And you can reuse it time and time again whenever you need that extra clarity. This is an exclusive offer you'll only find on the podcast. So to grab this special deal, simply head to copytemplateshop.com, add the Messaging Clarity Journal to your cart, and use the code COPYDATES to get 50% off. Now, I go into way more detail about this and a product that's in my shop called the Messaging Clarity Journal. And I'm sure that we're going to dive into each of these topics individually in future podcast episodes, because even while I was planning this one, I was like, wow, I could ramble about each of these individual things for hours. But 
the purpose of this episode, I kind of want to give you just a general idea of the types of messaging work that you can and should be doing in your business, regardless of what stage of business you're in. And so I want to tell you a little bit about the six things, the six different messaging components that I really encourage my clients to get clear on when we're working together. The first thing that I'd really encourage you to do is take a look at your existing messaging. So really take note of how you're currently describing yourself and your brand online, right? If you have an existing elevator pitch or an I help statement, I'm always surprised with the number of people who come to me and say, I actually don't have one. So it's like, okay, when you get on sales calls or when you're introducing yourself in a new Facebook group, how are you describing yourself and your business and the work that you do? Take a look at that and really think about what is and isn't resonating with you at this stage in your business. And then think about what outcome you're looking for out of improving your messaging, right? So all of the things we just talked about, are you trying to attract a higher caliber client or a client who aligns with your values? What is it that you're hoping to achieve out of doing this messaging work? Then it's time to think about your vision for your business, both your immediate goals over the next maybe month, quarter, or year. But then I also want you to really think about your bigger, loftier, dreamier vision for your business, right? I'm talking about the vision you have for your business like 10 plus years from now and the legacy that you want to leave behind with your work. And this includes your brand values and what's really important to you as you show up and serve your clients or customers. And it also includes your mission statement. And now I know these things can feel a bit corporate-y, right? I have a background in PR and marketing, and these were the kinds of things that we drafted up so many times in, in university <laughs> for all of these fake businesses. But the truth is they have so much importance, no matter how big or small your business is or how big or small you want it to be. Like me personally, I do not have dreams to have some big business in the big business corporate sense. Like I am not intent on, you know, creating a copywriting agency. I don't want to have a bunch of writers working under me. I don't even have a vision of having a large team. I really like to keep things small in my business. But that doesn't mean I can't have a big vision and a big mission. I absolutely can. And getting clear on what that looks like is hugely beneficial to your messaging and your copy because it allows you to bring people into that vision and ensuring that you're attracting and working with the right people. I'd also encourage you to look at your inspirations. So this is kind of twofold. Think about your internal inspiration. Like, where do you see your business going in the next few years? But I also want you to look at external inspiration. I am a big believer in community over competition. So I'd encourage you to look at your competitors and see aspects of like, what do you admire about them and their brands? What would you like to reflect in your own work that you see from what your competitors are doing? But then also think about what really differentiates you from them. How do you do things differently? What experience do you bring to the table that they might not? What results do you achieve for your clients that they are, that's not what their expertise is? Pinpoint those differences. 
You'll also want to get clear on your brand voice. And now brand voice is a really tricky one. I personally think it's a little bit overrated and you better believe we're going to have entire episodes dedicated to this. But at its core, brand voice just really involves getting clear on your brand's personality, specifically in the written form, right? How is it that you want to show up online? Do you have any like hot takes that you would gladly and proudly stand on your soapbox and share with the world? And then again, think about how your brand's voice and your personality is different from someone else selling these same services or products as you. There are what, like a gazillion copywriters out there, (laughs) but not all of them have the same voice as me. You have the Role marketing copywriters who are really like pushy and talking about SaaS companies all the time. And then you also have the copywriters who are really funny and bring a lot of humor to their copy. And like, that's not me. So I'm not going to pretend to be any of those things, right? So really think about how you like to show up online. And that's really what your brand voice is at its core. The next thing to think about is your dream client. And instead of creating this like dream client persona based on things like demographics or literally anything that's not really relevant to what you sell, I want to encourage you to think about your dreamiest of dream clients based on things like the problems they're facing and the solutions they're looking for. So when you think about the person that you would most love to work with, What struggles might they be facing that's making them look for your offers and your solutions? What outcomes are they dreaming about? What objections might they have before they invest in your offer? Things that might make them hit pause. And getting clear on these things is far more powerful than creating some bogus ideal client avatar that's like, Sandy has 2.5 kids and lives in the suburbs, you know, with her white picket fence. Because these are the things that directly relate to the copy that you're going to be sharing online and how you're actually going to show up and sell your offers. And last, but certainly not least, I also love to do a little bit of brand storytelling work when it comes to messaging. Stories are what connect us, right? They help us see through the black and white and into the gray areas. They help us relate to one another. They help us realize we're not alone and they build trust between you and your reader. So I'd really encourage you to identify some core brand stories that you can share with your audience to inspire them, to educate them, and to just basically create a connection-driven relationship with them. So that might be like your personal entrepreneurship journey. Or it could be success stories from some of your clients or, you know, people who've gone through one of your courses. It could also be stories about your dream client. And obviously these are going to be a little bit more creative and you kind of have to make some assumptions, but you can talk to your dream client about the things that they're afraid of as it relates to what you're selling or their personal aspirations and where they want to go and the visions that they have for their business or their life. And when you can figure all of this out, what can you actually do with it? I mean, for one, writing compelling and connection-driven copy is going to be infinitely easier. Like I can't even put a number on that. It's going to be infinitely easier for you 
to write really strong copy when you're clear on all of these things from your brand stories to your dream client to your brand voice because you know exactly who you're talking to, you know exactly what you need to say to them, and you know how you can connect with them on a human level. Messaging guides everything from your website copy to your content strategy and what you're actually going to talk about in your content. It guides the way you show up in your launches and the way that you sell to people. And it is without a doubt the single most important thing you can work on right now if you want to write truly powerful copy in your business and honestly just make selling in your business feel effortless overall. So let's look at an example. For today's coffee break, I want to give you a really actionable example of how getting clear on your messaging and specifically your positioning in the market can help you write stronger copy. I want you to identify three things, just three, that make you different from your competitors, or if you don't like the term competitors, I'm not a huge fan, of someone else who sells the same products and services as you then I want you to go ahead and write a why we're different section on your services page. Or if you don't offer services and you more so sell digital products, you can add a why this program or course is different section to your sales page. You want to really spell out why someone should choose to invest in your offer instead of someone else, instead of some other service or course or group coaching program that they're looking at. Spelling it out for them in a crystal clear way is naturally going to boost conversions in your copy, but it's also going to help you show up and sell with so much more confidence in your own brand and your own offer. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Copy Dates podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you feel more confident in your ability to write copy and that you're feeling excited about sharing your message and offers with the world. If you love what you learned, be sure to hit that follow button so you never miss a future episode and leave us a review so we can reach more online entrepreneurs who want to develop authentic connection with their audience through powerful copy. As always, don't forget to show me where you're tuning in from. Snap a pic, share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at megantaylor.co. I'd love to connect with you beyond your headphones. See you back here next week. And remember, I'm rooting for you always. Always.